Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 13th, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Today on this very special episode, I'm going to cover the top 10 international prospects in the 2023 NBA draft. This is one of my biggest shows that I do every year. I always get a lot of good feedback and uh people like it. So And I love doing it, too. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. But before I get into that list, today was a huge day for the international prospects. Nine international prospects actually withdrew from the draft. So there were about 20 guys in the rankings to be potentially drafted. So almost half of them withdrew. Let me go over those guys real quick. Some of them you've heard of, some of them you have not. First, I'm going to go with Ujman Njaye. He was my favorite that withdrew. You know, the 6'11 big man from the Senegal. I had him ranked in the first round, around 27th. I think I was going to move him to 31st in my last mock draft that's coming up in a few days. But Ujman Njaye has returned uh, and withdrew from the draft. I really like him and his potential. Hopefully he will come out next year. He can be really great. Next, Bobby Clintman, Bobby Clintman from Wake Forest. I was surprised he withdrew because he played at Wake Forest, but he still was an international player because he's from Sweden. So they allowed him to still make a decision on staying or going back. And he's actually not going back to Wake Forest. They say he's going to play internationally. So we will see what happens with Bobby Clintman. He was going to be probably a late first round pick, early second round pick, but he still decides to go back and withdraw from the draft. Next, we have Zvonimir Ivicic, the 7'2 center from Croatia. Really liked his game. Had him ranked 40th. And if I didn't say Bobby Clintman, I had him ranked 36th. Zvonimir Ivicic, have him ranked 40th. He's from Croatia. Good shot blocker. I think he could have been a great backup center in the league, but he's going to go back and redefine his skills. Next, Nikolaj Durisic, a bit of a surprise as well, from Serbia. Uh, I really liked him, 19 years old, great footwork, plays like a guard, but he's 6'8", you know, very good player, you know, but he's going back as well. These guys are trying to up their stock for next year, I suppose. Those were my drafted players, in my opinion. So only three of my drafted players, well, four drafted players, in my opinion, returned to play internationally. The rest of these guys probably weren't going to be drafted or would have been drafting stashes anyway. Michael Cachado from Spain, 6'6 guard, good athlete, still needs time to develop, was not ready yet. He's my 82nd ranked prospect. Mantis Rubstavius from Lithuania, 21 years old, you know, solid, nice handle, nice crossover, always attacking the rim, but not ready yet. And then guys, so ranked so low, I never even scouted them. Musa Sagnia, Quinn Ellis, and Armel Treor. So those are my list of international prospects that withdrew from the NBA draft. They will not be eligible. The biggest name you probably know is Bobby Clintman. But for me, I'll go over that list one more time real quick before we get into the top 10 international prospects. The nine that withdrew, Usman Njaye. Bobby Clintman, Zvonimir Ivicic, Nikola Durisic, Michael Cachedo, Mantis Rupstavius, Musa Sagnia, Quinn Ellis, and Armel Treor. 
Now let's get straight to the top 10 international prospects coming into this 2023 NBA draft. We all know who number one is. I'm going to go ahead and start with them anyway. We know Victor Wembeyama, the consensus number one pick from just a while, everyone. And in my opinion, I think Scoot Henderson is still the best player in this draft. But the Spurs, there's no way the Spurs are going to pass on Scoot. I mean, on Victor. <laughs> Victor Wembeyama, the seven foot five big man from France. He averaged 21 points, 10 boards, and three blocks per game. 30% from three, has that eight-foot wingspan. But even if he had a no-foot wingspan, he's seven foot five. So, you know, he's super long and rangy, of course, can guard the paint, uh, can play offense better than he can play defense. So that's rare, you know. Uh, he plays like a guard, but he's seven foot five, something we've never really seen before. He has a little bit of Yao Ming in his game on a defensive end and when he plays in the post. And, uh, but he also can play in a perimeter. So it's something like we've never seen before. Some people say they remind him of Ralph Sampson, but not exactly. He's still kind of working into his body and his fluidity, I feel. Uh, is not there where Ralph Sampson was because, I mean, he's 7'5". Ralph Sampson was uh, a little bit shorter than Well, he, well, he was 7'4", but he still moved better than Victor. But either way, he's worked a risk, um, you know, even though we've never seen anything like him. He can do everything on the court that you want from multiple positions. Like, you want a point guard to bring the ball up. You want a shooting guard to shoot, center to rebound and block, all that. He can do everything. Um, so it, you just have to wonder if it's going to translate to the NBA. Uh, you know, when he played against the G League Ignite, it translated. And that's the closest thing to the NBA. You know, he played against Scoop, held his own, did great. So more than likely, he's going to succeed in the NBA as long as injuries don't take him down. You know, and at minimum, he's going to be a great shot blocker. I just hope he can stay on the court like a typical center, 30 minutes per game or so, you know, like guys like Bo Bowl are in the NBA now, they play like 20 minutes per game. Being so long and skinny, teams try to protect those guys because most seven-footers are not meant to run like 82 games per season like they are and up and down the court, up and down the court, cutting, dunking, jumping, blocking. It's hard on a tall, skinny player's or tall, big man's uh, legs, feet, they all normally seem to get hurt. So let's hope Victor has a healthy career. And, you know, all the questions can be answered on the court. You know, everyone has their own opinion. But I think Victor will succeed in San Antonio. It's probably the best landing spot for him and the safest place for him to land to where he has a soft landing. If he was in New York or L.A. or Boston, Probably wouldn't be great. <laughs> but everyone knows about Victor Wimbiyama. Let's go to the number two prospect, Bilal Koulibaly from France as well, Victor's teammate. He is rising up draft boards ridiculously. He averaged 12 points of four boards and one and a half steals, point six blocks. You know, he's currently playing now, so those stats will probably go up because he's getting better as the season is going on. But nice long handle. Very long, rangy, athletic guard, but he can shoot the ball and get to the rack and create his own shot. So that's what people want to see. Uh, very nice, smooth moves. And, you know, he has the aggression and skill to attack the paint as well. So I think he could be special if he continues to develop. I don't think he's polished right now, but maybe in a year, 
he's definitely going to be starting on some NBA team contributing, whether it be role player or top three option. We will see, but that is what it is right now. Next, I have at number three, Tristan Buksevic, the 6'10 big man from Serbia. Average eight points, three boards, one assist, half a block and half a steal per game. More importantly, he probably shot 30, 40%. You heard me right, 40% from three and 70% from the field. Now, a lot of these players' numbers are down. You're like eight points, you know, 10 points, da 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 da, da 12 points. A lot of these guys did not play a full complement of minutes. When you're overseas, when you're international, the younger guys normally don't play as much. They play the veterans. The veterans are more win now. The the young guys are more in the developmental stage or have to earn their minute stage. So Tristan only played in 15 minutes per game. But in those 15 minutes, he showed his talent is through the roof. Shoots the three well. Like I said, he's 6'10", 40% from three. I mean, just that stat right there could get you in the first round. So, uh, you know, he moves great, athletic big man, great cutter, can shoot it from anywhere, good putback rebounder. I wish he would get more rebounds. He's going to have to work on that, work on more playing in the paint. You know, I had him uh, in the 50s originally because he's so perimeter-oriented, but I do have him moving up my board. You know, a lot of American players and international players have – withdrew from this class so he has moved up a lot in my board so Tristan Vuksevic uh, is one of the top international prospects now he was in this range anyway maybe two or three spots down but now he's number three number four Burke Bayuktensel from Turkey very impressive shooter can handle the ball as well he's six foot nine 210 pounds great spot up shooter he's a lefty very skilled player You can tell in his uh, movements and passes that he just knows what he's doing like a veteran. Um, He can play in the post or perimeter. Nice little crossover. His height should help him survive what he can't do athletically. I think his shooting will definitely translate. So Burke Boyuktensel will be a mid-second round pick, in my opinion. He should be, at least. So look out. Next, Vincent Valerio Bodon. He's a guy that came across my radar when American players... Withdrew. It was like a hundred American players withdrew. Not all of them were good, <laughs> but you know, say twenty or thirty of them that I had draft eligible in that range withdrew. So that brought in a whole new group of rankings for players, and then I was able to scout Vincent Valerio Bodon, the six foot ten small four from Hungary, twenty two years old, average eight points, four and a half boards, one steal, one block per game. But he moves very well for his size. He's basically like a 6'6", small four, but he's 6'10". Really good three-point shooter, great form, can shoot it off the dribble too, not just a shooter, not just a spot-up shooter. He can take it to the rim. He mainly plays below the rim, but he still can do things with the ball, which is very good. He's a good cutter and mover without the ball as well. Smart, crafty player that can operate in traffic. And he's not raw at all. He has a really high basketball IQ. And he plays pretty good defense, too. He's a good shot contester. So Vincent Valerio Bodon, I have him in the 40s or early 50s right now. He could rise up a little bit now with all these international players dropping out. So he's a guy to keep your eye out on. Next, James Najee. That's right. James Najee is number six on my list. The big man from Barcelona. Everyone has him 
If, if anyone else is doing this list, he'd be probably third behind Bilal Kulabali. But for me, he's six. He is 6'10", 225 pounds, only average four points, two boards, a half block per game because he's raw. He's raw and a bouncy big that would need to play in the G League for a long time, in my opinion. <laughs> he pretty much can only dunk and block shots. That's not special. That's not first-round talent to me. I mean, I love that he's a super high leaper, plays the pick and roll well, runs the floor well, but the way he plays defense is not lockdown defense. He The way he plays defense will get him in a lot of foul trouble in the NBA. So I think he's got a lot to learn. Uh, I think he needs a lot of skill that he needs to develop as well. Sure, you can come in the NBA and play spot minutes and play defense and get rebounds. But just being a rim running big is not necessarily what the NBA is looking for. That has worked for Jalen Duran. I mean, he looks great in Detroit. So a lot of people are saying, can he be Jalen Duran? If he can, yes, he's worth it. To me, uh, the other 90% of big men that can only run, jump, and block uh, don't really pan out, don't really get consistent minutes. You need some sort of offensive game. And, you know, Jalen Duran is actually developing a little bit of an offensive game. So we'll see what James Najee does and how he develops. He's 18 years old. We'll see where he lands. But he's number six for me right now. And number seven, another surprise, Ryan Rupert from France. Average seven points, two boards, almost a steal and an assist per game. 37% from the field, which is really bad. 31% from three, which is pretty good. But he's six foot seven, 192 pounds, 19 years old, has a seven foot two wingspan. Basically, a, a smaller version of James Nagy. <laughs> but no, he, I mean, extremely smaller, opposite ends of the spectrum. James Nagy is cut, ripped, big. Ryan Rupert is tall at six seven, but he's really skinny, long, and raw as well. Um, and he's not a good shooter, has a slow release on his shot. He's not a naturally talented basketball player. Seems like he's only been playing for a few years. Like someone saw him and said, hey, you should play basketball. He's like, what, really? But I think he uh, is a long ways away from being an NBA caliber player. He looks like a deer out there running around. It's not natural at all. So, I mean, it, it's it's amazing that he shot 31% from three because he can't really shoot. So people love that length and wingspan, but in my opinion, he should have returned to international play or maybe he can be a draft and stash. But the community seems to love him and think he's a top 20 to 30 pick in this draft. And that's just crazy to me. I haven't been drafted in the 50s. I, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Next, I have Nadir Hippie or Hi-Fi. I just talked about him in my last episode uh, but he is another guy that I just came across in my rankings. Like I said, with Vincent Valerio Bodan, came Nadir Hippie. He is around six foot two from France. A lot of France players, uh, French players. He averaged 17 points, three assists, and one steal, 35% from three. Really good point guard, really fast point guard. Yeah, he was in my comparison list. I said he could, he could be Fred Van Vliet type. And, you know, possibly better because he's a really fast point guard and he can do everything that Fred Van Fleet does, but faster. <laughs> so, I mean, you got to love that. He needs some more polishing, but 
uh, you know, I think he could be really good. So if you're getting him super late in this draft, just like Fred Van Vliet was undrafted. So Nadir, high five, hippie, well worth the risk because the game is there. Um, I wonder how tall he is. Some have labeled him at six foot, six one, six two, six three. We will find out that for sure uh, at the time of the draft. But I'm a fan of Nadir Hiffy. He's number eight on my list. Number nine, and if he was six six, six five, six four, I mean, she, 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 he'd be a lot higher than that. He's really good. Now, number nine on my list, Juan Nunez. I had. If I didn't say Nadir Hiffy, I have him ranked in the 50s right now. Uh, but nine, Juan Nunez, I have him ranked 82nd. He's from Spain, six foot four, solid international point guard. Nothing special, nothing crazy. Really good passer. Runs the team like a traditional point guard. I figured he would probably stay overseas. He was the FIBA MVP, but he stayed in his draft. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think he should be drafted. But we will see. I don't see really a spot for him in the NBA. But there's always the international game to fall back on if you don't get drafted. So next, number 10. Number 10 is kind of like 10A, 10B. But Malcolm Cazalon, because I do have a bonus for you. But Malcolm Cazalon from Mega Basket. He's French. Averaged 11 points, two steals. Shot 34% from three. He is six foot six and 212 pounds. Malcolm Cazalon moves well with the ball. He's a lefty. He's athletic. But at times he goes up weak, um, you know, and kind of wild. He'll just throw a one-hander up there off the glass as opposed to going up against contact and getting in contact and going to the free throw line. His shot is iffy. Takes a lot of bad shots. And when he misses, he misses bad. <laughs> so there's some development that still needs to arise. Um, you know, uh, he dribbles well. Make some very nice passes, setting up his teammates, but not quite ready yet. I think I have him ranked 84th, but, you know, give or take, it doesn't matter. 60 guys get drafted yearly. This year it's going to be 58. So if you're, no matter if you're 80, 90, 75, <laughs> 75, you know, if you're not consistent top 50, you got a long road ahead. Now, 10B, like I said, you want to say 11, I'm going to throw a bonus in here for you. Nikos Rakavopoulos. Nikos Rakavopoulos. There's a hard one to say, but he is staying in the draft. He's Greek. He's 21 years old. Average 16 points, six boards, and one steal per game. And my scouting report on him is he's a solid international player. Good size, really good shooter, but I don't think he's an NBA player. He's not really in good shape. Or athletic. Seems like a international player that stays international and flourishes over there for eight or nine years and then tries to come to the NBA later or just stays international for his whole career. So Nikos Rakvapoulos, 6'8". He has the height, you know, but will anything else work? We don't know. Now, we have seen Jokic and Luka play with not the best shape or conditioning, and they flourish. So... It's possible, but I, I don't think Nikos is, you know, that elite of a prospect to not be in shape. That's what I like that. So that's my top 10 international prospects in this 2023 NBA draft. I think seven of them, maybe eight, have a good chance of getting drafted. Let's go over them one more time before we get out of here. Number one, Victor Wimbanyama. 
Number two, Bilal Kulabali. Number three, Tristan Vuksevich. Number four, Bert Bayuktensel. Number five, Vincent Valerio Bodan. Number six, James Naji. Number seven, Ryan Ruper. Number eight, Nadir Hiffy or Hafi. Yet to hear that name, so we'll see. <laughs> Number nine, Juan Nunez, FIFA MVP. Number 10, Malcolm Cazalon. And number 11, Nikos Ragvapoulos. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If Did I leave someone out that you love? Let me know. I, I'm going to throw a quick note in here for Yannick Craig. You know, if I could have him on here, he would be third on my list. Yannick Craig is 684 from Spain. Um, well, from the Netherlands, played in Spain. As y'all know, I had him ranked in the 30s. If you didn't know, I do. He would have been right after Bilal Koulibaly. His name was not announced as far as withdrawing from this class, but it's been said that he may have already been withdrawn from this class before this. I cannot find information anywhere. I will stay on that for you guys because if he's still in this draft, he's third on this list, Yannick Craig. If he's not, that's why I left him out just in case. But he's been in all my mocks and big boards so far. But, I, you know, international prospects are not as accessible as, in, you know, college players, G League players. So right now don't have that. But Yannick Craig is an honorable mention. He would have been third if he's still in this draft. We'll let you know as soon as I find out. Thank you all for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace. Subscribe. Review.